Hi everyone, this is Living for the Weeknight, and on today's episode, I am with no one. I am actually just recording by, by myself for once, something I haven't done since episode zero, where I introduced a podcast. So, the reason I'm recording myself is because I'm closing season one now, I'm finishing off uh, for now, not, for, not forever, just for now, just to clarify, and I thought it'd be good to wrap up season one by having a reflection episode where I kind of talk about my experience with the podcast, what I wanted to begin with and how it's changed, the future, and just a few other little bits and pieces that I thought it might be interesting to discuss. And if you haven't done already, if you can give me a follow on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to this too, I'd much appreciate it. And feedback is always appreciated. So, let's step into it. So this episode, I'm actually finding it interesting recording. It's been a while since I've recorded something by myself. And normally the nice thing about having a guest is it kind of commits you to a time to do something. You set a time, you set a schedule, you say, hey, we're going to meet up here, we're going to record here, we're going to do this then, and you have to honour it. When you have to do something yourself, I find it's a bit harder to start. So I've been meaning to actually record this for quite some time. I just haven't got around from it. And there's definitely been moments I could have. I've just had those moments where, you know, work finishes. I'm tired. It's winter. It's dark. I just want to be in my bed with a hot water bottle. And I know that sounds super lame, but being in bed with a hot water bottle is better. Um, But anyway, that's besides the point. This isn't a pro hot water bottle podcast. Not yet. Um, Maybe when they sponsor me one day. Um, But I digress. I digress. Um, (laughs) So um, when, you know, when, when I schedule, when I have guests, even if I'm really tired, even if I have those feelings, once I'm there, I feel the energy for it. And that's the nice thing with doing it. When I'm by myself, the amount of times I've hit the record button just stopped. Um, So yeah, that's why this has been a bit late and apologies for that. Um, So I wanted to talk about a few things with this podcast. Firstly, what I did first in preparation for this episode was I had a re-listen to my intro, which kind of talked about what I wanted from the podcast before I even started. I actually recorded that intro in February. Um, It was back when I thought, hey, I can just uh, record and release a podcast and that's all I need to do. And then I slowly learned, no, that's not how it works. Um, you got to learn how to do like digital art, make thumbnails, um, learn how to use the editing software, and then learn, like, find out which guests I want, get arrange scheduling, arrange times, um, learn how to interview people. So there's been a lot to learn. And the gap between, you know, recording my intro and releasing was about four months. And the nice thing is, is that I actually published it in the end. For a while, I thought this was something I recorded and it will stay in the archives as a project I tried but never actually completed or even started properly. So it's nice I got that out and then I've been really pleased with myself that I've been able to get enough guests, um, record on a pretty regular schedule. I know there's been some times where it hasn't been so regular, uh, but it's part of the learning process. And I'll kind of talk about that later on in this episode. I admit I haven't really got a script for this. I did a lot of writing when I was like analysing my first episode to kind of listen to myself and then I thought I'll make notes and then I'll make a structure for a podcast for, from that. But I haven't really done that. I kind of did that 
And now I've just got like about seven different words jotted down about what I want to go through. And the issue is I can't I can't write a script. I don't want to write a script also. I want this to come out genuine. Like when I did my intro, I did it in a similar fashion. I had some talking points, but I wanted just to start talking and see where it goes and hopefully not waffle on too much about ad sponsorships from hot water bottles and whatnot and just keep it going. Um, firstly, I think I'll talk about my experience with the podcast. I, As I said, you know, there's a lot that goes into a podcast that I wasn't familiar with beforehand. Like, even when I started the podcast, you know, I recorded the intro when I didn't have a job. I did my, you know, I did a lot of preparation in between for getting it ready. Like, I did some of the preparation while I had a job, some when I didn't. And when I was actually traveling over the summer... I just came to a point where, you know, I I kept having a reason for not publishing. I kept saying to myself, oh, I need to wait to have enough guests. And then I had enough guests. And I'm like, oh, but I'm traveling. I don't have right recording equipment. And I just kept dawdling and dawdling. And you might have noticed, you know, my first guest episode with Paul, my sound quality is not the best compared to other episodes. I think it's only after I recorded with Toby. So the episode with good old Jesse from Kentucky, um, it's when I actually had better sound. And the reason is, is because while I was traveling, I just used a headset. But my the point I'm trying to make is, I just kept thinking to myself, now's the time, I'm not working, I have the time, I know I was traveling, but I kind of had this fear within me that if I didn't start then, I never would. Because I know like, look, you, I could, you can rationale to yourself that recording in a hostel with other people on not the best mic, Maybe not the best idea. I could rationale to myself, hey, look, this might not be good for the podcast. I should be ready when the quality is going to be good. But then at the same time, there's always going to be something that you need to think about, always something that you could do better with. So I thought, why not just why not just get it wrong faster? Why not just start now and learn my mistakes from that? From Because I, I should have taken, you know, inspiration from the podcasts I listen to. Not everyone starts out with this pitch-perfect podcast. People make mistakes. People increase their, increase their quality. Uh, they increase the avenues for how they distribute. They improve on their interview style. And I guess this is the whole point. Everything's a learning process, and that's okay. And the whole thing is, it's just better to start, and then you'll learn fast, rather than you know trying to solve everything that you may need to know before you can do something. And wanting to do it like with the 100% uh i wanted to say perficity there but that's not a word 100 percent, i don't know accuracy yeah i just decided hey fuck it i'm in a i'm in a hostel i got my mic my mic doesn't pick up everyone else i'm gonna record so my first recording experience was um i was in a i got kind of lucky in the hostel i did it in it was like daytime and not many people were there um but towards the end it was like these people were like literally transporting like dishes <laughs> to a room and like just like they sometimes they're just like dropping the dishes pots and pans going everywhere all these sounds and like at the time I was like oh fuck I hope it doesn't come in my podcast you know it didn't really some bits did and that you know what? that was a good experience though it was actually good to have to edit my kind of shitty microphone then um and also all that background noise going on because it taught me how to edit in a better manner. And I told myself, okay, you know, I've done it like this way. It's a bit harder than normal. When I when I get to, you know, being back in England and recording, it's going to be easier. And to be honest, it was. Um, since I've been recording in England, 
I have been able to have access to a quiet room, um, albeit, you know, I'm not in this podcast studio or anything. Um, I'm using my Apple Mac microphone and the acoustics in my place aren't the best, but I can still work with it and I can still edit. And it's got to a point now where I'm actually finding it quite easy to edit. Before it used to take me such a long time to edit, sometimes days, you know, over a week, uh, trying to figure shit out. But now I can like, I can edit in about an hour and a half and get it out really fast. Um, so yeah, that's been a really nice learning experience. So yeah, I'm, I'm rambling again, but my motto, not my motto, my message here is just get stuff wrong faster and just go on with it. Um, it's better to start than to never start. That's what I found. And you'll learn on the way and that's okay. Um, and other, my other parts of my experience, I guess, is I've kind of learned as well, it's good to have a backlog of episodes. I did have a backlog and then life things came up and I exhausted my backlog. <laughs> so I think my going forward, I'm going to, you know, have a different, you know, like a, a bit of a bigger backlog. And I admit when I was doing, you know, having the guests for the episodes, I I had my first three guests lined up. After that, I had nothing. So I was actually just figuring it out as I went along the way. And the nice thing is I was traveling. I was able to meet people. I found avenues and ways to get people to come on. And that worked out really well. Um, but for, th- for the next season going forward, what I've learned is I'm going to have an actual whole list of everyone I want to interview. I'm going to have my scheduling set up. I'm going to have a backlog, you know, maybe get the first five episodes recorded before doing the final um, three or I don't know. I'm not sure how many guests I'm going to have. Uh, That's part of it to figure out. And I admit, I I got really lucky. All my guests were fantastic. They were great. Um, But in realistic terms for the future, given, you know, I've been working since September now, my job keeps me busy. You know, I'm trying to balance everything. I am living for the weeknight right now. <laughs> um, I need. I want my guests just in advance. I want reserve options in case I can't record with certain people. Um, and this is important because last time I feel I got really lucky with the guests I had. I had really, truly amazing people come on. And I don't want to be in a situation where I need someone to come on just for the sake of it because I haven't re- released and I'm lagging a bit in my in my schedule I want to you know record with people I genuinely find interesting and I guess that takes me on to the point of who I record with and my experience and I'll kind of talk about given the format's already been what I've learned and what I might do in the future I'll keep on this format and disobey this the kind of instructions I wrote on my OneNote page about how I wanted to structure this episode so in terms of who I want on the podcast. What I've learned is I've I've loved everyone I've had on and it's given me inspiration for what I want to do going forward. You know, the podcast is called Living for the Weeknight and the main premise is people who have a job and do something outside and we talk about, you know, mental health, happiness and how they make everything work or don't or how they don't make it work. Um, like I started off this podcast to try and help and inspire other people to start their own, you know, endeavours and adventures. And, you know, I'm still continuing with that. But at the same time, it's kind of also become, I've realised the audience doesn't have to be just restricted to that. Like the biggest, the best, well, not the best, but the most complimentary feedback I've had from certain people is that they've really enjoyed my podcast 
because I they 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 feel like a bit lost in terms of how they're balancing stuff and it doesn't work always so well. And then they listen to the podcast and realize everyone's in the same boat. Like people don't always have the answer for how to do it. Like you learn over time and get better. Um, but you don't need to know how the answer. You don't need to feel like you've nailed living for the weeknight. And I think that reassurance is actually like a valuable thing because sometimes in our mind, we, you know, we think that everyone else is doing it better than we are. We think everyone else has got it really nailed on. Like you see someone, I don't know, who's producing music while working with their full-time job. And you're like, that person's producing constantly, always releasing, always gigging at events. How come I'm not doing that? But then you realize this person's got their own issues and this person may, might, might self-admittedly be like to you, yeah, I'm making all these, I've been making all these tracks and that, but that's because I've actually had a backlog of tracks. I actually haven't produced in like months. I've just been keeping a store. I'm trying to get to DJ events, but I'm actually burnt out or I'm, or yeah, like what the point I'm trying to make is the kind of uh, image you might have is that other people are doing it in such a stress-free, clean way. But it's not the reality. And I think the nice thing with this podcast is it's reassure, it reassures you that we're all human at the end of the day. No one has this nailed down. Apart from Jessie, her episode was great. Go listen to episode three with Jessie. <laughs> she actually really, she's, she's really fucking good at balancing stuff. But that's besides the point. And I think I'm waffling again. Um, maybe this will be edited out. Let's see. <laughs> um, the type of guests I want on. So the type of guests I want on you know, it's living for the weeknight, balance your job, do something else. Um, but I don't feel like I need to just stay in that kind of mode. I don't think it needs to only be that. That's going to be the focus still. But for example, I had an episode with Alice, also known by her stage name, Sylvia, and she's a full-time DJ. Um, doesn't work outside of it, but she used to. She used to work outside of it. And she tried to make it work, but really found it hard. And now she's gone full time. And so that's a bit different. Still, she was trying to balance work, but now she's not. But then I had, you know, I had Tegan, my final guest, good old Tegan from New Zealand, the professional basketball player. And we didn't really talk at all about balance. We talked more about the sport. And that's okay. Uh, This is someone who's living their passion. And... So what I've what I'm the point I'm getting at here is I'm not just gonna leave my audience to be it must be you must have a job and you must be doing something outside. It's more gonna be people I find interesting. For me to do this and for me to keep doing this, I I need to find the people interesting. I need to I need to have a passion for their passion. Well, not exactly their passion. I mean I need to be passionate about them. No, that doesn't make sense either. I need to I need to be interested in them. I need to be interested in them. And because if I'm not interested in them, then it's just going to become rehearsed. Well, not rehearsed, but it's going to become the question. Like when I do the interviews, I write a few questions, but a lot of them are actually in the moment. I make notes as I'm interviewing the other person and ask them questions based off what they said. And that's my format. If I'm going down the route of interviewing people who I may not find the most interesting it kind of becomes Q&A format and it's not really how I want it to be. Like, don't get me wrong, the episodes can turn out well, um, but 
this is my passion as well. I want to be interested. I want to be keen. I want to be engaged. I don't want to interview someone and feel like that didn't go well or that wasn't interesting. And I guess given that I'm not doing any of this for money, I don't make any money from this podcast. Um, like there, there's no ads, there's no monetization features, there's no subscription. Um, and that's something I've actually had to remind myself of. I had to, I need to remind myself sometimes that this is all for fun. I can make it how I want. And I guess that kind of brings on like another, another talking point. My ex- like part of my experience has been, you know, I started off being like, this is for fun. This is something I want to do because I'm passionate and interested. And I have to admit, I've had fun all the way through. But sometimes I've been swept a little bit away by listener count, by Spotify impressions, by social media. Um, there have, I, I don't lie, there have been times where I've started thinking, have planning sessions of like, how can I make social media better? How can I get in the algorithm? When should I publish? When is the best time to do this? How can I, you know, get that play that social media game and get more listeners? And I had to step back a bit and I'm like, why am I doing this? This is for fun. Like, the view account shouldn't matter to me. And it was at that point, like, it was a very early stage. I think I just got swept in the excitement. I was like, I like I love what I'm doing and I do want people to listen to it. I'm not going to tell you I'm doing... I'm doing this and not a single person has to listen. I love it and that's the only purpose. I still like other people to listen, you know. I like engaging with people who listen to the podcast. I like hearing what they say, hearing their feedback, um, talking to them. It's also an enjoyable part. But I don't need to be swept away by it. So early on in the season, I'm glad I kind of got my head screwed on and I'm like, why do I need to care about social media? Why do I need to care about having as many listeners as possible um, because I was trying to like do some social media stuff and I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't find fun. It kind of used to dread doing it. So I decided I don't need to, you know, let's take a step back one thing at a time. And that's where I've arrived. And now I'm at the point where before I always was looking at the foot, how many people listen, this, that. Sometimes I release an episode now. I don't even look at until I've like, I'm like uploading the next episode. I haven't even looked at interactions or anything or who's listening and it's a nice state to be in. If I can have fun without not without caring about the stats and still have the desire and drive to interview people, it's a good sign. And it's why I'm going to keep continuing. And I, that kind of brings me on to another point. So social media. One thing I have to always tell myself is not everything has to be done at once. And at the start, I was, you know, recording and I was like, I need to learn how to make videos. I need to put it on YouTube. I need to learn how to make a graphic design for that. Then I need to learn how to make social media reels and whatnot. And as I said, like social media is not everything. So if that comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But one thing I really learned was, and actually a big reason of me having this end of season one break is, wouldn't it be nice for me to take some time, listen back to my episodes and ask myself, what to, figure out what have I learned? What more do I want to do with the podcast? Is there anything I need to learn to do that? And that's what I'm doing now. I'm having a season break because, hey, maybe I learn how to make some graphic design so I can put it on YouTube. Hey, maybe I learn how to make reels, only if it's fun, (laughs) only if I enjoy doing it. You know, rather than stressing the little time I have to try and learn other things, why not just give myself a big sequence where I'm not editing and I'm not recording where I can learn this stuff? 
And that's the point of this break. It's to help me further myself, to reflect, to see how I can be a better interview. And then also, you know, to find my next uh, guests for the podcast. And if anyone wants to, you know, be interviewed, if you think you've got a good case to come on, I'm always happy to have the conversation. I have to admit, I, I don't always just pick anyone. I feel like the vibe has to be there and I have to be interested. Um, but no matter who you are, if you want to have the chat, I'm more than happy to have the chat. Like, that's totally fine. And going up, going back to that, not everything does need to be done at once. And also with this break, it's not only about, you know, learning about the podcast, because the podcast isn't my life. I have a job, I have friends, I have other stuff, but I also have other ambitions and other things I want to do. I'm taking this break too, so I can do something new. I want to, I've got DJ decks gathering dust in my cupboard. I want to go have a play with them and I want to dedicate some actual time for that and get a bit of rhythm with it. So I'm going to, I'm going to do that also in the season break. Um, I'm hoping the break doesn't last too long. My aim is I'd quite like to be releasing again in March, which isn't too far away, but that's the aim. That's the aim. And so that brings me onto my next topic which is mental health and, you know, how I found it mentally doing this podcast. So the impact on my mental health of this podcast, honestly, positive. <laughs> Sometimes it can be daunting of, I need to release, I need to get it done, I can't go out on the weekend and be hungover and not be able to edit and release. That was a start interpretation. <laughs> That's how I felt. But honestly, as Jessie said in the, end, in the episode where I did with her, there's a growth stage to everything and then a maintenance phase. And I feel like once I was out of the growth phase, and don't get me wrong, growth phase was fun. And now in terms of an audio-based only podcast, I'm in the maintenance phase. It's been quite, it's been a lot easier to do. But I admit, even in those moments at the start where, you know, I just moved to London and started a job, there's a lot of stuff happening. I've been, I was moving, I was recording for this. I was trying to get good at my new job. Uh, it was overwhelming. It was really overwhelming. And this was actually a nice release for it. Like, don't get me wrong, there's been times where I've been so drained before I record an episode, asking myself, can I bring myself, you know, my full self and do a good episode or not? And I've been like, you know, tired, in bed, taking a nap, five minutes out before, go to my laptop, get ready. And then my energy comes and it gives me a boost. So I actually think the impact of this podcast mentally has been really cool. It's kind of taught me like, this is something I actually enjoy doing. I think... Maybe if I was in bed and not enjoying it, it might have told me something. Or equally, it might not have necessarily told me that I don't like the podcast, but it might have told me maybe there's another aspect of life that's not working and is for making it harder. But overall, I guess, yeah, very positive on my mental health. Like, green flags there. There are the moments where, you know, scheduling doesn't go to plan or something comes up or the audio quality, something's wrong with it and it makes me stress a little bit. <laughs> but that's part of the journey. That's life, isn't it? That's life. Not everything's so smooth sailing. And I guess that's what I, that's all I've got to say about my mental health. <laughs> and the next thing I wanted to speak about was what have I learned from my guests? So I've learned, honestly, I've learned a lot. Like the nice thing with interviewing these people is they're all so different. Such, such, such different people. And they've all had different experiences. We have Jesse who 
fucking mastermind at you know running different stuff while her while doing a job and she does a really good job of it and she can talk about it very simply and give very good tips for how to do it but then you have alice who you know gave a very raw episode of you know depression um not being happy not being able to fulfill her passion of making music and being a dj because of her job and her life there and how hard she did to try and make it all work but couldn't and her just showing it's okay she went full-time into music had the opportunity and now she's just like enjoying life doing really well and there's a lot to learn from that there is like as i said before there's the image we should be able to do everything flawlessly perfectly um if you can't you're not good enough yada 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 which isn't true we're all different human beings we all have our limitations we all have our strengths and I think that episode with her really taught me so much of, hey, you know, like, if things aren't working for you, maybe you've got to question it a little bit, or you've got to find the route. Um, you know, it's okay if you're, you know, if you're really trying hard to make everything work and it doesn't. That's okay too, it's part of life. So a really cool episode with her. And then Tegan, like, Tegan, just fucking badass Kiwi basketball player. Absolutely love her. Like, she's a professional athlete. That's a hard life. That's a busy life. Constant, like, constantly going to practice, constantly competing at the highest level, keeping your body in check, watching what you eat, um, limiting, you know, certain aspects of your life. Um, and she, she sounds like the most chill, relaxed person I know. And I don't get it, and I don't know how she does it, but she does it well. And just really nice to talk about her, or talk to her even, about basketball because I expected you know I'll talk to her about basketball she'll tell me like you know it's this intense it's like this is that and then she just rocks up and she's like oh basketball you know at the end of the day it's just a game and here she is smashing it in the Swedish league top division her team now I think they're like 10 wins out of 10 haven't lost a game all season can easily go the distance and like end up playing in the Euro League which is insane and here's her like a really good performer for the team who's constantly starting playing a lot of minutes just saying it's just a game and I love it I love it I love that it's I was trying to say what I've learned from it but I guess I've learned from it like you know even for someone who's made it she really has made it how chill you can be at that stage and just like an assurance that I don't know as I said like I'm doing this for fun but let's say I get to a stage one day when my podcast is doing really well she just kind of reassures me, it, even if I, I don't know, had, you know, thousands of listeners, it doesn't have to be stressful. It can be chill. It can be relaxed. <laughs> kind of cool. Kind of cool. Yeah, all these people, very cool guests. And so that kind of leads me on to talking a bit more about the future, to be honest. As I said, this episode really hasn't had a structure. I apologize if it hasn't flowed so well. Um, I've kind of stalled on recording this for so long. I just hit the record button today and I said, let's go get it done <laughs> rather than waiting forever to, you know, record the perfect episode. Who knows? Maybe I record this and it gives me a better structure and I go from there and re-record. You'll never know. Well, I will. And I'll tell you. Don't worry. <laughs> so the future. For the future, I think I've already talked about it before. Going to plan my guests. Going to have a bit of stock. Going to mainly just interview people I find interesting, no matter who they are. Sometimes I might deviate away from the topic. Um, I'll mainly stay on the topic, but I'm happy to deviate away. I just want to have fun. 
I just want to enjoy it. And I think the biggest thing I kind of want to see is just, it would be, honestly, it'd be great to talk to people from my audience. Like, if you're one of the, if you're a listener, even if you've listened to one episode or you've listened to all of them, let me know. What do you like about it? What don't you like? What would you like to see? I'm not saying I'm going to take all your points of feedback and make it just for you, but I think it's valuable to know that information because I'm still learning and my interpretation of the podcast is very seldom to myself and what I think. And I think it might be completely different for how other people think. Like, for example, some of the favourite episodes I've recorded um, have might have been like the episodes which were listen to the least and that's interesting to me um which towers I, I i clearly don't know everything about my podcast <laughs> so it'd be good to hear like feedback now just scanning for my notes is there anything else i want to talk about ah yeah if you have people to recommend to come on or people i should reach out to let me know let me know um i'll put a poll out and i'll put like a little feedback thing in this episode on spotify i'll try and do that for Apple Podcasts and Amazon. Also, I'm on Apple Podcasts and Amazon now. Also on SoundCloud, but only like three episodes because I exhausted the upload limit. Um, That's something to sort out later. When I have more money, then I'll pay for that. Um, But I digress. But yeah, I'll um, I'll put like a little uh, comment section so you can, I mean, so you can put any guests you want in the episode. Also, I thought now would be a good time to give some exciting new announcements. I am in the process of making stickers. They're going to be printed pretty soon. Um, Would like to distribute them to people, uh, to the audience members I don't know, I haven't met. Um, Just shout me, like I've got an Instagram page called Living for the Weeknight, for those who didn't know. Go, Go to my Instagram page, message me, I'm happy to send you some stickers. Um... All my friends, I'll, you'll find me at some point in and out of London. I'll give you them and I'll go, I don't know, dump some in loads of cafes and whatever so people can take them. So the stickers, they're going to say make it weird on it. And for those who don't know, you might have seen, I have it says make it weird in my Instagram bio, my hashtags. Um, also, I have like a big six square format thing saying make it weird on my Instagram and people might be like, what is Make It Weird? Why have I seen this? Why has it been in stories? The, re- the reason is, Make It Weird is something that inspired me for the podcast. So the story of Make It Weird starts with, you know, when I was doing the design art for Living for the Weeknight, I made it and then I compared it to other Spotify things, saw how it looked on the webpage, and I just got in my head, it doesn't look like everything else, it doesn't look as good, it's not going to stand out. And so I refined it into this thing that looks more professional. And then I looked at it and I was just like, well, it just looks like fucking everything else. <laughs> and so I wrote in my diary, I was like, I was having a think and I was like, this is my passion project. I should do what I want. I shouldn't care what other people think. <laughs> like, um, there's enough podcasts that do that. <laughs> no shade on podcasts. But anyway, so I thought, I wrote in my diary on my front page, fuck it and make it weird. And that's become like kind of my motto with the podcast. Whenever I'm thinking of how to do something and what I want, just make it weird. So I actually decided to make a design for Make It Weird to have as like artwork for the podcast. And when I was in Argentina in May, 
one day I went and got a tattoo and they were like, what do you want to get? And then I showed them the stencil for the Make It Weird design I did. So I've actually got Make It Weird tattooed on myself. And this was before I released the podcast. So I had my own fucking brand tattooed onto me before I even released the podcast. Prompted me to actually release it. But it's nice. Every time, you know, I feel like I want to try something new. I want to do something in my own funky way. I look at my tattoo and it just says, make it weird. You know, fuck it and make it weird. Do what you want. Make it how you want. And yeah, that's my motto of the podcast. Make it weird. So that's going to say that on the stickers. Um, which I think would be super cool. Um, and also, maybe not right now. As I said, I can't do everything in one go. But there are plans for the future to possibly make some merchandise. So if anyone out there would, you know, is interested in possibly buying t-shirts or tote bags, um, I'm happy to make them. Um, I'll, like, look into how much this costs and try and reasonably price them. Because, as I said, I'm not in this for profit. I just, yeah, I think it'd be super cool if I could, you know, have some merchandise related to the podcast. Um, given I love fashion, I love clothes. And it would be pretty exciting in itself to develop my own clothes. And also tote bags are awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it, to be honest, guys. Um, it's been fun recording this by myself. It's been It's been weird to talk into the microphone for like, Coming up to, what, 40 minutes? Uh, something like that. It's been weird to, you know, just talk about, talk very freely about this with a very little script. And hopefully it comes back on the re-listen. I'm hoping I don't just waffle like a madman. Uh, but if I do, fuck it. Fuck it and make it weird. I'll go and release it anyway. Um, but thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate the support I've had on the podcast throughout this this last, like, six months. It's been really fucking cool. All of you are great. I've appreciated the feedback I've had so far. I've appreciated the support. Um, never did I think I I released this and I thought, hey, I might, you know, at best have average like two listens per episode or have a few fans who are dedicated listeners. And I've had a lot more than that. Like I've reached over 350 listeners. And I know before I spouted off, numbers don't matter, blah, blah, blah. But Nah, it, it actually warms my heart. Like, thank you, and I appreciate you all. I love it when I hear back from someone who said they found my podcast and they've been through all the episodes. Like, you don't know how much that means to me um, that you like my podcast enough to want to listen to every episode. So thank you all so much. I really appreciate the support, and the support helps me to keep going. You've all been great, and yeah, end of season one, wrapped. Um... See you, see you all for season two, and I'm sure season two will be just as good as season one. Goodbye.